Welcome back in to the Esports Network podcast. This is our long form, in depth analysis and generally, you know, esports oriented, of course, it'd be esports oriented podcast, focusing on all things across the industry, whether it's business, whether it's you want to invest money, whether it's you want to get involved, or whether it's, uh, you know, something like FIFA. You're playing FIFA. You want to get involved in FIFA esports. Well, our next guest will help entice that little sense of uh, of competition on the soccer on the virtual soccer pitch. That is, Mr. Alan Avila, aka Alan Avi from Complexity Gaming FC Dallas. He's a FIFA pro slash caster content creator in general. Alan, welcome onto the show, my man. Hey, Kevin. Good to be here. I'm excited to be talking some esports, specifically some FIFA today. Um, yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. So off top, favorite FIFA version, go. Oh, FIFA version. There's so many. I mean, I've been playing FIFA for such a long time. Um, ever since the World Cup 1998. Uh, I would say FIFA 17, honestly, All right. um, for several reasons. I like the gameplay and I also um, like that FIFA because that's where everything sort of started. Right on. So, I mean, not, not to say that the other FIFAs aren't as good. Let's be very clear about that, right? Yeah, for sure. There's several FIFAs that I really do like. It was a tough decision. I mean, it took a while to, to think of all the FIFAs. I mean, 16, 15 was really, really good. Um, the thing is, though, I mean, FIFA changes every single FIFA. Um, some people don't believe this, but it really does change a whole lot in terms of the gameplay mechanics, what works, what doesn't work, the way the players move. Um, just so many little details that ultimately change the game. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just interesting. Some people like certain FIFAs, while others don't like some FIFAs. Well, forgetting about FIFA for a second, right? You actually were pursuing a career as a professional footballer, right? Soccer player. You literally sustained an injury that stopped you from playing for not stopped you from playing, but just kind of stunted that that career path for you a little bit more. And so you you're recovering. You're 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 away from from actual soccer for a bit and you start picking up fifa more and more and that leads you down this path towards becoming i mean to what you are now you're just this awesome fifa professional caster i mean this reads like an esports hallmark movie right this is crazy exactly yeah so i have uh, a big story a big testimony in in the way of how i got here um i never expected it this uh, all stems back from whenever i would have played soccer with fc dallas not the virtual pitch just yet in real life i was a uh, part of the academy program development program as a youngster i would say i was a sophomore in high school i lived in midland texas that's where i was born and raised and midland texas is west texas about five hours away from Frisco, where FC Dallas is located, and I would have to travel every single weekend, um, five hours to come play my season games over here in Frisco at the FC Dallas facilities, and then I would have to drive back on Sunday to make it to school on Monday. Um, but yeah, in terms of the injuries, I tore my ACL, left ACL. Um, I was probably around, it's been a while, I was probably around 16 years old. Um, back in like 2013, 2012, I was going for a volley, right? A kick mm -hmm. um, with my right foot. So I had to plant my left foot on the ground. I was by the goalkeeper, like inside of the box. And my, my teammate crossed it in. I put all my weight on my left foot because the ball was in the air. Right. And I tried to kick it with my right foot. And the goalkeeper 
came from the side of me and just absolutely forgot about the ball and took me out oh. while all the weight was on my left foot Oof. and he hit me from the side as well. And I thought I broke my leg initially, but it turns out that I tore my ACL. It was it was devastating. Uh, life changed there. Life definitely changed there. I never would get injured. And I mean, for the ACL to be the first injury that I take, it's not a good one. I had to have surgery. I was out for about nine months to a year wow. recovering. And then fast forward, it happened again. I tore my ACL again <laughs> playing for FC Dallas after I came back. But this time on the right leg. Oh, no. And then that was about in 2013, 14. And then I remember um, I couldn't play my senior year. I could not play my senior year of high school. So that one, that one blew. That one definitely hurt a lot. Wow. And then uh, I, I went to college freshman year. I was going to go to Oral Roberts. I like visited the school as a Division One soccer. Right. Um, you guys are probably familiar with Oral Roberts. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> big upset in basketball. Um, but yeah, I went to that university to go check out the soccer team, talk to the guys, the coaches. And uh, I decided to stay home um, because I was coming off of my second ACL injury, kind of wanted to take it slow. And um, back home, University of Texas of the Permian Basin, uh, we are a Division II school in the NCAA. And I played there. And during the preseason, I retore my right ACL and uh, yeah, had to have surgery again. It was either my right or my left. I can't, At this now, point. nowadays, I can't even remember. Like, it's my left, I think. And I had to, I have another surgery, and that's whenever FIFA 17 came out, and I put all my attention on FIFA 17 um, whenever I tore my ACL for the third time, and yeah, now now we're here. That basically sums it all up. That's a crazy that's a crazy story, man. Literally ACLs uh, falling apart left and right, and you continue to pursue this this this. I mean, it's a, it's a dream at this point, right? You're playing soccer, you're practicing soccer every single day, every weekend, traveling five hours by the way from Midland to Frisco. I would not travel five hours to Frisco. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I like Frisco. Don't get me wrong. Five <laughs> hours there is just, it's a rough go for me. But this is just an, it's like, like I said, it's an esports hallmark movie. You know, just this happening for you over and over again. And then FIFA 17 comes out. Okay. You start focusing all your attention on that. At what point did you realize this could be an actual career path, but still involved with soccer? At what point did you say, you know what? I can make money off this and I can still enjoy the thing i love virtually yeah so um and just to mention like it was devastating obviously going through these acl injuries um i felt really really bad at the at that time i think i was at like the lowest point in my life because i grew up playing soccer at a very young age it was basically my lifestyle um i loved the game i loved the game and to be heartbroken because I can no longer play the game. It was it was devastating. And during the time of recovering from the first ACL surgery, the second ACL surgery, and the third one, I was playing FIFA. Um, the way that I would get that feeling from playing in real life was through FIFA. So FIFA was always there. I remember just playing the game uh, while I was in bed with my knee propped up on three pillows wow. on that machine. So I've always played growing up. Whenever I wasn't playing in real life, I was always playing FIFA. But then I took it serious in FIFA 17 because I knew that I most likely was not going to play soccer ever again. And in FIFA 17, perfect timing because a game mode, competitive game mode, uh, foot champions came out. And that sort of paved the way 
for FIFA Esports. Uh, basically, what Foot Champions is, aka the Weekend League, every single weekend you have to play 40 games. Um, from FIFA 17 to 18, it wow. was 40 games, and you had a, a span of two to three days. And uh, the better you do out of those 40 games, the more rewards you're going to get. And um, that's sort of where it all started. I started playing. Obviously, the first couple of weekendlings weren't the best. I finished probably Elite 3. I took like several losses, 7 losses, 10 losses. And it motivated me. I'm a competitive person. Right. So I just wanted to get better because I, lo I love soccer so much. And I knew that I... I was, you know, pretty decent at soccer. I wanted to translate that onto the virtual pitch. And um, that motivated me. Not being able to finish the ranking that I wanted to in the first ever weekend league of foot champions, that motivated me to continue playing. And then as it progressed, I started finishing 40 wins out of uh, zero losses. I started topping the North American table. Not only the North American table, but the world table, wow. I was finishing in the top 100 in the world. And um, the way that you would qualify to live events was through foot champions. So certain months you had to finish in the top 16 in your region. And that's when I knew everything started, like the potential of taking FIFA as a full time thing, as a career. That's where I saw that it started because I qualified to my first ever live official FIFA esports event, and which is not easy at all to do. So many people wanted this so, so much. It was so, so sweaty, you can say, in terms of <laughs> esports. You know, I know that word gets thrown out there. It was so sweaty, competitive, and I did it. And I booked myself a trip to Whistler, Canada, um, all paid for from EA, the food, the plane, everything. And uh, that's where it all started. We went there and I told my parents about it. And whenever they found out that I was going to Canada, Whistler for the first time, they, they were completely behind it. Uh, they were kind of confused at first. They were like, <laughs> hmm, what's going on? But they were always supportive. And uh, yeah, that's, that's where it started. I, I made my first event uh, in Canada. So you, you start there, you make that first event in Canada. Did you end up winning that, that first event or did you just end up finishing top places or how, how'd that work out for you? So that first event, it was it was my first one. I didn't do the best there. I got grouped, um, but I definitely took a lot from it. I took a lot from it. And I mean, I feel like it's all a learning experience for sure, because that opened my eyes up. That that event really did show me that this was official, that people are actually here making money playing the video game that I grew up playing, uh, just seeing the the officialness behind the the esports scene, the lights, the cameras. I saw interviews. I saw YouTubers over there at right. the event that I used to watch back home. So whenever I saw them there, I was like, whoa, this is like real life. Like, this is really awesome that we're all coming together at this event. And it ultimately motivated me to train even harder to qualify to future events, which I did. Nice. And it's just, it's absolutely insane when you, when you read it on paper, like, Oh, FIFA. Oh, I mean, I guess, I guess it's, it's, it's all right, right? It's not like League of Legends or Call of Duty, but no, it, it has an actual support system behind it. It's an actual scene. I mean, you yourself, you got involved with the EMLS Cup with the FC Dallas. How did that come about? Yeah, so the EMLS Cup. And yeah, so from FIFA 17 and, and forward, I started topping the region. I started making content, YouTube videos, and that's sort of how I got my name out there. And then FIFA 18, I uh, came around and uh, I was doing really good in that game. I finished in the top 50 in the world um, in, in that one. FIFA 18 was a good year. And in, I would say from like around March, 
I signed to FC Dallas and it was absolutely insane. The way that this opportunity came about was through a good friend in the industry. Um, his name is Mike LaBelle. You guys probably know him yep. as a, a content creator, ex-pro player, and he's also a part of the broadcast at the EA Sports FIFA events. He sent me a message and he was like, hey man, um, would you be interested in playing for either FC Dallas or the Houston Dynamo? Keep in mind, um, Mike LaBelle is a pioneer with the EMLS. He had the content, the the co uh, the contacts with the EMLS people. So he asked me this question. I was like, wait, what's going on here? I remember clearly I was bowling. I was at a bowling alley with my friends and I showed them this like message. I was like, yo, what? Like <laughs> he, he asked me, like, do you want to play with FC Dallas or Houston? Dynamo? I was so confused because I was like, I can no longer play like real life soccer. What are you talking about? And then I said FC Dallas, of course, because I grew up playing with FC <laughs> Dallas. That's my club. I tore my ACL wearing the FC Dallas kit twice. So you guys can get the relationship there. So I said FC Dallas. And then he's like, cool, cool. I'll give you a call. More information later. And that's whenever he told me that the EMLS was happening. And I just couldn't be more excited to like realize that there was going to be an official league, the Major League Soccer, making an electronic esports league um and you know it, it sort of was a start of a dream coming true i probably wasn't able to play professionally for fc dallas on the real pitch but i was able to play somehow or another professionally for fc dallas which was through emls that's absolutely insane so i mean so you get the call that you, you want to you know you're, you're going to join fc dallas right day one with an mls organization you're at fc dallas's frisco complex what was your feeling? What, what were you thinking as you walked through those, those, those hallways? It was a surreal feeling, honestly. I remember coming down here with, to Frisco with my dad. And keep in mind, it, it, it was emotional and everything because my dad just was there at my lowest. He's seen everything. He, he, he saw me try to give it all for FC Dallas when I was playing it real live. Uh, my friends back home, right? My teammates, like everyone, you know, wanted to make that dream of one day playing in the MLS or FC Dallas. And whenever this opportunity came about, knowing that I was going to go to the FC Dallas stadium, the headquarters to potentially sign a deal, it was absolutely surreal. I came down here and I met up with uh, Robert at the time. He was uh, my FC Dallas manager. And it was just amazing. Just uh, parking the car, started from the parking garage and then walking into the 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 headquarters entrance and then just seeing all of the the trophies that fc Dallas has won just seeing everything you mm -hmm. know and knowing that i was about to be united as a part of this organization in a very special way like uh, as a professional esporter and uh, it was just really really awesome they they were treating me like an actual professional signing now i know th the competitive part of you the actual soccer player is like you know, I deserve this. I worked for this. I worked hard for this. And it's just, is it, is it a dream come true in the most unexpected way for you? Exactly. It's a certain dream come true. Um, maybe not the way I expected, which is just part of my, my story, my testimony. Like I was so devastated whenever my dream of playing professional real life soccer came to an end. And it's just awesome how things work out. If you stay positive, if you believe that things will get better, um, things definitely will start opening up for you. Doors that you never expected will start opening up for you if you definitely trust in the process. And that's exactly what happened there. Um, I'm, life just took me through 
all of these obstacles. And whenever I thought I was going to play for FC Dallas ever again, guess what? I was there about to sign a contract for FC Dallas after tearing my seal three times. Mm, man, insane. So you're with FC Dallas for the better part of a few years and everything, having fun with them and, and living out a childhood dream at this point, right? And then all of a sudden, complexity gaming pops in the picture. And so you go from one pro sports team in FC Dallas to the gaming division of another Dallas Cowboys, by the way, Jerry Jones, helped build up complexity gaming on this end, Ford Center in Frisco. How did, how did that come about? So, yeah, it's a crazy story. With FC Dallas, I played in the EMLS for two years. I did really well. I, um, first of all, finished top four, just for backstory, I finished top four in both EMLS events, nearly made it to the grand final. Um, and then FIFA 19 came. I finished top eight in the E-Champions League, the first ever E-Champions League, which is a global event. I got to go watch the the Champions League final because it was a part of wow. the, the prize of finishing in the top eight. But then after that happened, after the FIFA 19 year was coming to an end, I uh, came down here to Dallas for this event of the Mexican national team. Yep. And that's where I met these complexity um, people, you know, uh, Kyle. I met uh, everyone from Team Complexity. My friend Joxon was here. And we all know Joxon is the FIFA pro player here at Complexity. He's won so many titles. And then I met AA9 Skills as well. AA9 Skills was here. He's a big uh, content creator for Complexity as well. At the time, I was playing for FC Dallas. I had no intention of being with Complexity, uh, but we all connected very well. We we went to the game together. I said, what's up to all the complexity guys. I was just hanging out with them. And then come a couple of weeks later, I get an email and it was basically the management at team complexity telling me that they are interested in signing me um, to be a part of the organization as a content creator. And as a pro player, they liked everything that I was doing. They saw potential and uh, I got along very well with everyone there, with Kyle, shout out to Kyle, aka Beef, you know, Jason Lake, mm -hmm. really, really welcoming, Soren, all the management. And of course, I have a great relationship with, with Joxon as well. So um, we, were, we were talking about it. Whenever Joxon told me the news as well, whenever we, we got together talking about that complexity wanted to sign me, I remember just being so happy, so, so happy. Because uh, it was just a big step forward. I know how big complexity is, very prestigious, just very professional when it comes to esports. Um, <laughs> the best organization in, in esports. <laughs> uh, one of the best. And um, it was just surreal. It was definitely surreal. And, and they told me that I was going to come relocate over here uh, in Dallas, apartment all the equipment that I need to further my esports uh, career through content creation, professional play. It was just like official, you know, it was mm -hmm. official. That's the thing. Like back then I would make content at my house. <laughs> I had my camera propped up on shoe boxes. Like it was just like a big step. It was like, whoa, I am legit about to be a part of something great with team complexity. Now that they're with the Cowboys too. And, how, how awesome the, the CSGO team is. And yeah, yep. it, it was kind of weird though, having to leave FC Dallas. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like, whoa, this means that I'm going to have to leave the EMLS. That means that I'm going to have to leave FC Dallas, a club, you know, that, that I really do like. But ultimately, everything worked out.
I mean, it's just insane to me, man. I mean, so do you get to see Jerry flying in on his, on, on the Jerry copter at the pitch whenever Cowboys are having like their their summer training camps, or is that still like kind of like a, oh well, he'll come around once in a while, I guess. <laughs> Unfortunately, I haven't I haven't seen Jerry in the in the Jerry copter just yet. I have been <laughs> in the in the facility. Unfortunately, with uh, this entire pandemic, it just really has messed up with the timing and stuff like that. I was able to go eat lunch breakfast over there at the facility where the the dallas cowboys personnel go eat at even the players themselves yep. like i would watch them practice while i was eating i saw some players there in the cafeteria with me so maybe maybe if uh, a little bit more time um were to happen or if the pandemic wasn't wasn't happening i would have had the chance of seeing jerry fly in in the jerry copter i did see the landing panel oh there you go <laughs> a little, little extra right there. But let me tell you, as somebody who's been in the locker rooms, I know your competitions get sweaty. Those locker rooms are sweaty. Caps, like all caps, man. It's, 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 it's an insane smell. I mean, just covering that whole, uh, I, I kind of miss covering it. Moments like that, I don't, I don't miss covering the Cowboys. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, definitely. These guys are big. They work hard. And I mean, oh man, the, the smell, it's, it's very, uh, pungent. The sort smell of, of victory, you know man. It's it's a sell of victory as you as you can say. And what I'm gonna say is I've been at live professional FIFA events and let me let me tell you, I don't tell know. Me. Uh, at one second <laughs> I, I thought I thought that I was smelling the, the Dallas Cowboys locker, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pungent, man. It's it's strong. But speaking of the smell of victory, the smell of success, talk me through uh the the last I guess the league series that you guys had, right? League series two, you finished top four impressive i'm better than me better than my cousin who beats me at fifa you know 20 but for the most part i'd say very impressive how did you uh feel you came out from that that little tournament yeah so the emls 2021 was an interesting uh season uh there was two league series events and then there was the ultimate emls cup the goal at the end of both league series events was to qualify to the emls cup um I started off the year kind of slow. You can say I topped the leaderboard in League Series 1 with the most draws, which was really, really unfortunate. Um, it, it stopped me from getting a lot of points in, in the table, mm -hmm. and then I wasn't able to make it to the live event League Series 1. However, though, I put in that work, that time, the training, and then in League Series 2, I topped the leaderboard, uh, taking out some of the, the big dogs in the EMLS, and then I made it. To the top four, I unfortunately lost in a penalty kick shootout against King CJ uh, to make it to the top final, which mm. was really, really tough. I had the, the lead in that game. And I mean, stuff happens and it just wasn't meant to be. And then I made it to the EMLS Cup, uh, which was the ultimate goal. I had to win a tournament to make it to the EMLS Cup. Mm. And basically what I'm trying to get at is that th this EMLS season, it was kind of like projected going upwards you know like right. I, I started kind of slow and then i just like for sure picked up my pace my rhythm i wish i could have picked it up earlier but you know uh we ended very very well i got a win in the big emls cup and then i unfortunately went out to the champion i lost to the champion yes. New York city chris um he was definitely in form i finished i want to say top eight um top six in the entire emls um which is like really really good at, out of all the amazing competition competitors and the start that we had but 
But yeah, definitely it's been an interesting year, especially with the pandemic. I haven't been able to travel as much as uh, I would like. That's something that I really do miss traveling to these EMLS events, these global events and, and whatnot. Man, uh, so you just, you know, you, you did finish top eight. I did the math here really quick on my end of things. Top eight. <laughs> Last chance qualifier you was, was in, your, in your hands easily. But I, 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 I'm wondering, right, you've had all these competitions virtually online. How much of your previous experience as an athlete kind of translates over to this competitive drive you have playing FIFA? A lot of it definitely does. Um, it's, it's an interesting one because I've also heard... Lamelo Ball. I don't know if you guys know yep. who he is. He's a um, um, basketball player, NBA, very popular at the moment. His rookie season. He was even saying that a lot of the things that he learned in his actual game came from him playing NBA 2K. And whenever he said that, I was like, I can completely relate to that because whenever I wasn't playing real life soccer, I would be playing FIFA. And then whenever it was time to play real life soccer, I would try to do the things that I saw in FIFA in real life and vice versa, vice versa. Mm -hmm. In real life, I grew up playing the game and I utilized a lot of those tactics, techniques in the video game. And uh, it's just something that definitely goes hand in hand. I feel like the IQ uh, that I have for the game has benefited me a whole lot playing the game of FIFA, 100%. Like knowing when to turn, the player movements, the, the simple rules in the game of soccer, football, um, it, it definitely all goes hand in hand. What are some things from soccer that translates over to FIFA? Is it the formations of like the defense and the offense? Like what exactly, like what strategies did you import from real life, right, into FIFA? Definitely the formations. I uh, have to know where the players are at all times. And... <clears throat> It's just, it's something that I definitely have in my head. It's just, I try to get into the zone, that zone that I get into when I play real live. And I try to translate that into FIFA, if that makes sense. It's more mm -hmm. of a mental transition. And like, for example, when I'm in the zone in real life, like I would be dribbling, like confident in my abilities. That's exactly what I do in FIFA. Like I'm, I'm just in that zone and it's really a similar, like the, the mechanics, mm -hmm. the physics have gone really, really good nowadays with this gaming. Now the PlayStation five came out. And I mean, if you look at these PlayStation five images, it's just getting more real and real. The players are looking identical to what they look like in real life. And that translates also with the, the mechanics, the physical uh, ways they move. And definitely I feel like the mentality is the biggest part uh, of what i took from real life soccer into into fifa right i just i can totally see that that translation just happen for you and it just i mean as somebody i i, I stopped at high school sports because i didn't mean i wasn't that good but for the most part I, I agree when i'm playing a video game whether it's you know call of duty league of legends whether it's rocket league whatever right the same thing happens with me where i just I, that competitive drive just gets me and i have to turn off the computer or the console because i'll get too invested man I get too involved in it, and I'm just like, you know what? I have to turn, I have to walk away. And it's just, you know, I played baseball for the longest time, and I would really, I had to learn to walk away from arguments, man. It was, it was hard. So the same thing happened uh, in, with video games for me. But for the most part, you have another competition coming up this weekend. Qualifiers coming up. Talk me through that. What's your strategy? Is there, is there a strategy that you go in with this tournament, or, or no? For sure. So um, there have been a total of five qualifiers. Um, I finished in the third one. I got top eight 
or, or top nine, mm -hmm. which is like a really good finish out of like the best in North America. Um, so I'm trying my very best to make it to a live event. Um, this FIFA 21, this upcoming qualifier this weekend is the final one before the playoffs. Uh, so the, the goal to make it to a broadcast is to finish top six. So I'm going to be training, um, practicing with formations that uh, I need to practice with just trying to get as much as I possibly can in my arsenal of weapons, sort of say different formations, uh, the way the players move. Uh, I really want to do good, but something this year as well that I've been uh, trying to work with is just uh, managing both pro game, mm -hmm. pro like um, games and stuff like that with content creation. I'm also trying to like create content through streaming. I've been on TikTok, just trying to, uh, spread out the content that I've uh, been putting out, you know, in FIFA, it's not only also about the games nowadays. Now, like people are attracted to the menu contents through the mm -hmm. pack openings, through crafting certain squads. So like I've been trying to balance both uh, on the same play. It definitely can be a distraction. If you're like trying to focus like fully on competing, it, it definitely can be difficult to balance both. But I mean, I know that I have the potential and I'm, I'm very, confident and i want to definitely give it all this upcoming qualifier because i definitely do think i have that potential to still compete because i mean i've came up against some of these guys before seen some good results and i, I still think i have some competition in my tank and me as a comp comp competitive person i definitely still have that drive i feel it man so if people want to watch you they want to ask you questions they want to know like, where, where does this guy stream where does he upload his content throw them out there man what are, what are the socials the streams let everybody know so Alan Avi uh, on every social media platform, uh, on some of them, there's an underscore after Alan Avi. So if you just look up Alan Avi, A-L-A-N-A-V-I, you'll find me. Um, TikTok, I've been uh, uploading videos over there. YouTube, I live stream a whole lot. You guys can catch me a lot over there at the live stream, having good times. And uh, yeah, man, Twitter, that Instagram, seeing what I'm doing behind the scenes. And I mean, it's just been been really awesome to uh, be here where I am at. It's been awesome sharing the story because I mean, it's it's crazy now here at Complexity. I love my team so much. The people here, they make it feel like home, have all of these awesome privileges that come alongside being a part of uh, Complexity with the Dallas Cowboy um, partnership. And I mean, it's just really awesome. They definitely make my life a lot easier in terms of like trying to make content, streaming, and being able to focus on on uh, esports and gaming in general. I love it, man. I love it. It's been a pleasure talking to you as well. But I, I got to ask one last thing. Um, so let's say they make your your life story into move, right? You have the rights already sold off to, I guess, the Universal Studios or something like that. And like, who would you want to play you? And why is it not Oscar Isaacs? <laughs> oh man! So you're asking like the the character, like yeah, so, like, like, a, a, like an actor, an act. What actor would you want playing you in the movie about your life? Because this is like like I'm saying, your life is pretty much an esports hallmark movie. So you tell me, who do you want to play the lead role, aka Alan Avi? Oof, that's gonna be a tough one. There's a lot of awesome actors out there. Um, I'm someone that I mean, I do like watching shows like. I don't really like know a whole lot of actors by names. I obviously know the top ones like Leonardo DiCaprio and stuff like that. Let me see if I can think of one. Um, I mean, Adam Sandler. I like, I like <laughs> Adam Sandler. He's kind of he's funny though, but he can be serious when 
you're right he wants to i was gonna say like oscar isaac like like 10 years younger oscar isaacs would be like the perfect guy to cast as that role okay what what movies what films was he a part of oh man you kidding me he was in uh uh, the star wars the new star wars movies he was in um uh that was that movie about the the guy who makes up a, a robot that he ends up like dating or whatever i forget her i forget his name but oh i know who you're talking about he's like from guatemala yes like, yes 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 okay okay I can honestly s- yeah i can definitely see him um fitting that role i mean it's gonna have to be a character that that can show him being at a very low point in life and then you know just that completely changing 180 like the you're story right. that i have uh, basically <laughs> <laughs> if not him then at least like michael pena or something right Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyways, man, I appreciate you coming on to talk. Uh, I, I, I just, I'll, I'll watch the the qualifiers this weekend. I promise. I know I don't, I don't make that promise lightly. Okay, I, I've, I've said that often, and people are like, oh, you don't really watch. Yes, I watch. Get out of here. <laughs> but I'll, I'll catch up with you then. Uh, good luck to you this upcoming weekend. Good luck to you in the future, and just keep, keep that competitive edge, that competitive drive going. All right. Thank you so much, Kevin. It was a pleasure being here, and you already know, everyone, keep it up. And we're definitely going to be keeping it up. That's right. Keep it up with Alan Avi. I'm Kevin Correa. You've been listening to the Esports Network Podcast.